great to be with you today. I'm sharing with you from Port Macquarie, a beautiful coastal town here on the mid-north coast and um, the weather's just been amazing. We're so incredibly blessed um, with our beautiful climate and um, it's just really, really great to be out of lockdown and be enjoying it together. Well, I want to just jump in today and talk to you about a Facebook page um, that's currently active right now here in Port Macquarie called Port Macquarie Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down. It's got about 20,000 followers, it's a big group, um, and every day people jump on that page and they're posting um, different things. They're expressing their opinions, their frustrations, and occasionally commending someone on a job well done. Well, here are just a couple of the, the highlights from that group for this week. Um, these are a few thumbs down posts that have been put on there. Two bikes skidded in front of a woman flicking a stone up into her face. What do you reckon, thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs down. Rental prices going up in Port Macquarie, and I don't think that's just in Port Macquarie, I think that's everywhere right now, so thumbs down to rental prices going up. Um, another person posted about people helping themselves to their stuff and taking it. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I think that's a thumbs down. Here are a few thumbs ups from the group this week. A thoughtful fella was picking up rubbish under the Coolumbung Creek Bridge. What do you reckon about that? Thumbs up? Yeah. A lady found a wallet and drove all the way to the person's house to return it. Isn't that a good thing to do? Thumbs up to that. And Al's Bakehouse, obviously a bakery here in Port Macquarie, got a thumbs up for making the biggest Bonoffi pie ever seen for a 40th birthday that was in lockdown. There was a big thumbs up for that on the page this week. Well, the reality is that people form opinions they want to express their reactions and sometimes just don't agree. It's not wrong to have a difference of opinion, right? Or is it wrong to agree to disagree? Others don't always see it that way. And I'm not a person to be probably really into politics in general, but it's hard not to see at the moment the bullying and the disrespect and the hurtfulness that's being displayed um, in, in, a, in the media at the moment from, from the politics and placing value on others in the political scene has become almost as scarce as toilet paper was in last year's lockdown. Anyone agree? <laughs> and it's not just the political world. It's seeping into, into society fast. Let's check out a verse from Proverbs 16.2 which talks about motive. And I'm, I'm going to be sharing with you um, from the Passion Translation today, all the, all the scriptures I'm going to be bringing. Here it is. We are all in love with our own opinions, convinced that they're correct. But the Lord is in the midst of us, testing and probing our every motive. Before you do anything, put your trust totally in God and not in yourself. Then every plan you make, you will succeed. Wow. You know what? God is in the midst right now, whether we know it or not. And society and culture and social media have all played a part in us thinking that it's our right to express our opinion regardless of the consequences 
or of testing of our motives. So God's speaking in this scripture today, saying that he wants to test and probe our every motive. Has love for opinion overtaken our love for others? I'm going to ask you that again. Has love for opinion overtaken our love for others? The reality is, words spoken, printed or typed can do damage. The question is, are those words spoken really worth it? What is the point that we're trying to get across? And what is your intention in expressing those words? At what point did a reasonable and acceptable thumbs up or thumbs down conversation or statement online or face to face become the middle finger in conversation? I'm not going to do a middle finger right now, but when did it become a middle finger in conversations and interactions with others online and, and um, face to face? Bit of a question for us today. Why am I talking about this today? Why am I bringing this conversation to you? Because I believe that the church is a powerful force for God and he wants to use the church on earth for an incredible kingdom purpose and what the devil wants to do is to use division and disunity to disband us. There's an exciting season up ahead. A season of revival is on the horizon. God is ready to move. He's ready to move and he needs his people on the same page. Let's look a little more into that today. In the Bible, it talks about two things that are really important to God's heart. And those two things are unity and encouragement. God is not asking us as his people to agree on every single thing in life, on which restaurant makes the best burger, on whether the toilet seat should remain up or should remain down, a conflict in every marriage, <laughs> or whether tomato sauce should be stored in the fridge or whether it should be stored in the pantry, or whether or not you should get jabbed or you should not get jabbed. In Philippians 2, 2 to 5, an important message for the church is shared to the people who love and follow God. And I want to read that to you this morning. It's a really, really great scripture. And it's, there's some thoughts I want to pull out of that today, um, which I believe is it's from God's heart for us in this season. So I'm asking you, my friends, that you be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion and united in one love. Walk together with one harmonious purpose and you will fill my heart with unbounded joy. Be free from pride-filled opinions, for they will only harm your cherished unity. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility, put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. Abandon every display of selfishness. Possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interests. And consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. I'm gonna read that last bit again. Let his mindset become your motivation. Wow, what a scripture. So much in that to unpack. Here are, here are a few key takeaways from that scripture, Philippians 2, 2 to 5. 
Walking together in one harmonious purpose brings joy. Here's another one. We are to do away with pride-filled opinions because they cause harm and they work against unity. Here's another takeaway from that scripture. Put others first and place value on them. Here's another one. Concern yourself with what matters to others instead of your own interests. And here's my side note. This requires listening more than talking. What a list. And there's some of you out there who are probably thinking, what a great scripture, but it's so much easier said than done to be able to follow those things. Well, in the last part of that scripture, it says, and consider the example the anointed one has set before us. Let his mindset become our motivation. His mindset, not our mindset, his mindset. Yes, as we draw near to God and understand, as we start to understand, and if you're not quite there yet, it's all good because God wants to work with you in that. As we draw near to God and understand who he is, it will become our motivation. It can be hard to do these things without the mindset of Christ. Philippians 2.2 is really, really hard to do sometimes in our fleshly nature without the mindset of Jesus, without the mindset of Christ. Amen? But how do we adopt the mindset of Christ? Well, we spend time getting to know him. The old saying is true and proven time and time again. You become more like the person you hang around. We can begin to adopt the mindset of Christ through prayer, reading the word and getting in his presence. And getting around other people who have the mindset of Christ as well, people who you can find common ground with, that's really important too. So there are many, many things that we can agree or disagree on. Small, big and in between. Some significant and some insignificant. But if the church will rise up in unity and walk in one harmonious purpose, like the scripture mentions in Philippians 2.2, far out, things are going to shift. The church is going to be strong and God is going to be seen for the loving and powerful God that he is to others outside of the church. Those who don't carry Jesus with them, they don't understand who God is yet. That's, what, that's the kind of God that people are going to see, a God of love and of power. There's a fantastic statement here from a powerhouse woman of God, Priscilla Shira, that talks about unity. I want to share it with you today. It states this, unity does not mean sameness. It means oneness of purpose. I'll read it again to you. Unity does not mean sameness. It means oneness of purpose. We don't have to be the same. God made us so unique and so different. Some of us are loud, some of us are quiet. Some are thinkers and some are feelers. Some want it done yesterday and some people just don't like to live by deadlines. We are all from different walks of life. We've all had different upbringings. We have different understandings and we, have, we see things from different perspectives. And God sees it. He made us like that. He understands that. But if we choose to agree to stand in oneness of purpose, then we are formed together in unity. And all those things don't matter. If we agree, if we agree to protect, let's put that word in there, to protect the unity. If we agree to protect the unity amongst us, guess what's going to happen? Blessing and favour will be on his church. 
And just remember, when I say church, I'm not talking about a building. I'm talking about people because we are the church. God wants to pour blessing and favor on his church as we agree to protect the unity and stand stand in this, this oneness of purpose. God is looking for a people unified in the oneness of God's purpose. Sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Loving God, loving others. Believing for God to move again. Being a part of a cause greater than yourself. God is asking, calling, longing for his people to come together in this next season. United and willing to adopt the mindset of Christ so that we can really love others well. Let us be different to the song that's being sung in society right now. Let us be light bringers and light bearers and bring a new sound to our world. Unity does not mean sameness. It means oneness of purpose. And this comes back to that mindset of Christ. That's where this new song is going to come from. Whew. In Ephesians 4.29 it says, Never let ugly or hateful words come from your mouth. And I've added in there too, Facebook messages and phone texts. But instead, let your words become beautiful gifts. Beautiful gifts that encourage others. Do this by speaking words of grace to help them. Wow. Let's be people that choose words that become beautiful gifts that encourage others. Meant with intention and love and filled with God's grace. Let's be thumbs up people in a thumbs down society where people want to pull others down. Let's be people who build people up. And that's part of our name. It's who we are as people builders. That's the name of our church, People Builders Church, because we want to build people up and not pull people down. It's part of our DNA. Let's choose today to allow the mindset of Christ to become our motivation as we move forward into one harmonious purpose. And as I finish up right now, I just want to pray. So let's pray together. Dear Lord God, I just so thank you for your word. I thank you that your word speaks louder than every other voice from every other platform on this nation and in this world, Lord God. I thank you that your word is truth. And as we've got into your word today, you're speaking clearly about unity and about how we are, uh, you, you're calling us, Lord God, to live in harmonious unity and for us to be strong together as a church, Lord God. And I really pray today, God, that you will just draw us back together, that we'll be in one mind, Lord God, that we will not look to all our differences and our opinions and all the, the different things, God, but we will just focus back on you. Because, Lord God, you want to do something incredible in this next season. God, I pray that we'll be moving forward together with the mindset of Christ. I pray today, Lord God, that people will just be able to get to know you so much more. And as they do, Lord God, things will shift, shift and start shifting in their life. And you're just going to just move, oh God, mightily. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much today for listening in. And um, I hope you have a great rest of your week. See you later. Bye.